I feel like you're basically like we're making sweet love right now and I'm on the bottom and you're on the top. That's what it looks like to me. I'm like, oh, this is what it feels like. This is what Isabel has has to deal with when you're about to penetrate her. <laughs> well, you're welcome. <laughs> you are welcome, my friend. Thank you. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Welcome to the show. How's everybody doing? I'm guessing that a swath of people listening are okay, and a swath of people listening are not okay, which is why we titled the show this. I'm going to go on a limb and say everyone is okay. Oh. But a large number of them don't feel like they're okay. Right. But they are okay. They're more okay than they think they are. Yeah. Here, Here's what. Look around you. Are you tied to a stretching machine <laughs> where they're going to stretch you until your bones pop out of socket and then eventually your skin gives way and your bones and your tendons tear and then your arms or your legs are right, ripped. They called, that, they called that being quartered. Are you being quartered currently? Yeah. Look, check for shackles or rope and horses. Right. If those aren't around you, you're okay. Right. It really is all about perspective, isn't it? Well, I mean, as Bob Marley would say, me belly full, but me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> me belly full, but me hungry. Wow. Is that a real Bob Marley quote? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> That's either Bob Marley <laughs> or Abraham Lincoln. I mean, definitely Abraham Lincoln used it in his speech, four score, right. and seven years ago, I realized, me belly full, but me hungry. <laughs> it's part, it was a quick speech. Right. MLK, I have a dream. <laughs> and that dream is that me belly full, but me hungry. Yeah. The end. I might, I might not get there with you. But if I do, my belly will be full, and we will be hungry still. Yeah. Them belly full is what the song's called. Little, you could use a little work on the gra- grammar on that one. Them belly full doesn't sound right to me. I think no. it's their belly. It, their bellies are full. But he spells it them belly full, but we hungry. Well, he's using the language of the people. Oh, is that the language of the people? Okay. Is is that them language? Okay. No woman, no cry, dude. Well, yeah, that that one also seems a little, slightly off. It's no woman, don't cry, right? I think it's no woman, no cry. Right, but it means like, hey, no woman... No cry. That's what he's saying, but it should be no woman, don't cry. He, I haven't revisited that song in a while. Maybe he's saying, if you don't have a woman, you won't cry. Oh, no woman, no cry. I get but it. You're, no. saying he's saying, you're saying he's admonishing, he's saying to a woman, he's talking no to, lady. He's definitely talking to a lady. And he's saying, don't cry. Yeah. And this one, them belly full, he's talking, he says, them belly full, but we hungry. A hungry mob is an angry mob. But it does, that doesn't make sense either. Let's see if this other one makes more sense. No woman, no cry. 
Dude, already we've gotten right to the fucking point. <laughs> As always, dude. There's a bone. The, the life is a bone, but in that bone is marrow. And me and you, as soon as these microphones are on, cut dude, straight I've, into it. I've listened to podcasts. I'll listen hundreds, three, four hundred hours of podcasts. They're barely nibbling on the bone. Right, because their teeth are too brittle. Our teeth are like brittle as fuck, but we are, because they're brittle, they, parts of the teeth shear off, leaving sharp razor-like stubs, which are easy to tear into the bone and get to that marrow, son. He ain't lying. All right, so did you look up No Woman, No Cry yeah, lyrics? Yeah, he, he's saying, cuz, 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 too many cuzzes, and also it's because, not cuz. Cuz I remember when we used to sit in the government yard in Trenchtown, Dude, that's something I've never done. Oba, observing the hypocrites. Yeah, mingle with the good people we meet. Yeah, good friends we've had. Oh, good friends we've lost along the way in this bright future. You can't forget your past, so dry your tears, I say. Yeah, he's talking He's talking to a lady here. Now, what, what happens in that verse? Unknown. But in the chorus... No woman, no cry, little darling. Don't shed no tears, no woman, no cry. He's saying don't cry. He's right. substituting the word no for don't because he's using the people's language. Exactly. Man of the people. Well, your boy Bob Schnetti uses the thing in a song called Big Blue Sea where I'm also using the language of the people when I say, days like this, they burn me, learn me, turn me inside out and learn me. That's what it is. Turn me inside out and learn me. I'm using the language of the people, boy. You say two learn me's in that line? No, I, I fucked up the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> You've only sang it. I've got long seven thousand times. Yeah. Well, I know, but I'm, normally I'm singing it, but now I'm like dissecting it. I'm getting to the marrow. Right, which is what we do here. Yeah, it's our specialty. Yeah. If I would have just, yeah, if I'd have just started it from the top, I would have got it no problem. How about the first human beings that ate? an animal, or eight other human beings. And like, you know what? It's not enough. Let's crack this bone open. Let's see what's going on. And what? then they're like, you know what? Let's this, this interesting textured granular stuff here in the bone, let's go ahead and eat that too. Well, here's what they did. Here's what they did. They, they got finally got lucky enough to fucking kill some shit, whatever it was. Doesn't matter. Human, non-human. And then they ate it. The buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're starting with the buttocks. And then well, if you're not eating butt, you're not living. That's true across all <laughs> yeah, civilizations. Yeah, yeah, of course. So they eat so they eat all the muscle and then they're then they're like, well, let's eat the fat, and then they're eating the eyeballs, then they're eating the brains, the tongue, all of that soft stuff. Then they're just chewing on the bones, and then they're like, Well, let's go hunt some other shit, and they're like, Oh, it's hard to hunt some shit. So then they're just left with these bones, and they're like, Well, let's just chew on these bones. <laughs> and then eventually one dude with a jaggedy ass fucking tooth got chomped into something and was like, oh, there's some more soft stuff in here. It is really hard to overestimate how fucked up being alive was for most living things until not very long ago. Dude, exactly. Like, just go back a thousand years. But if you want to really do it, go back 4,000 years. Just go back 4K. UHD 4K. Right. And then 
just spend one day 4,000 UHD, K, and then come back to now. And guess what? We have a new podcast called I'm Okay, I'm Okay, I'm Okay, I'm Okay. <laughs> well, here's the deal, dude. Human beings now, especially very online human beings, human beings that are outraged online a lot, here's what we all are for four, 4K years ago. Too soft. Way dude, too goddamn soft. Dude, we got no shell. No, dude. Those we got 4, that years feet. ago, those guys look like clams. <laughs> we're just that. We're like clams without a shell. It sounds like a police song. Oh man, dude! It's like when you walk on like gravelly beaches and you're like, "Ooh, this hurts my feet." It's like, dude, shoes are new. Yeah, we had hoofs. <laughs> we made up shoes not that long ago, dude. Yeah, before that, dude. My my daughter walks around barefoot all the time, and she has like a hoof. Yeah, before shoes, your foot was the shoe. Yeah. The skin around your foot was so hardened and tightened and fucked up yeah. that it was like a leather shoe. It was like a toenail, basically, the bottom of your foot. But, dude, my feet now, I would compare it to the, to the skin that's inside your elbow on the in, other side of your, on the opposite side of your elbow. That's what my, mm -hmm. that's how soft my dainty feet are. That's a very specific, um, comparison dude if somebody like sprinkles talcum powder on the floor i'm just like ow <laughs> this hurts <laughs> ow i can't walk on this gravel it's talcum i will say uh compared to the 4k like hooved toenail foot people i'm having a better time now i like I'm, i like my soft life dude all it takes is just one dude we had that three days with no power in texas yeah during this little snap storm that's all it took to make me realize I ain't built for no 4K toenail people times. Well, I, I've said this for years on this very podcast, and I still believe it. I think I think everyone's... Uh, so that was three days, right? Let's put 15 more days on that. So half a month. Everyone's about half a month without power or money, like if the banks fuck up or like money goes away. Power, food, food shortage. Where everyone's about 18 days away from just pure jungle. Well, if that happens, if it's if it's pure jungle, we getting fentined up. We getting fenting all up <laughs> over here. It's time to patch up and go bye bye. Patch up and patch out. Yeah, you're gonna be want to know a pharmacist uh, around those times. <laughs> patch up and punch out. <laughs> patch up and get and fuck out. Uh, someone told me a story about Steven Tyler of Aerosmith. I'm in a hotel right now in Detroit, and I always think about this when I walk around a hotel. Is that he has, I guess, his personal assistants line the floor with like towels, like from the bed to the bathroom to the desk or whatever, because he doesn't want to touch the floor, which sounds like spoiled rock star shit. But I got to thinking about it because I was just walking around my hotel room barefoot. I'm like, when was the last time they cleaned these carpets? And the answer to that is never, because they put them in one day and then they haven't touched them since. They're not cleaning the carpets in hotel rooms every day. Well, here's what I know. Those floors are completely soaked, re-soaked, and re-soaked as many times as you can fucking say the word re-soaked in human cum. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a part of that floor that doesn't have caked in jizz on it. Period. 
it really is amazing how disgusting hotels are. Like, you're touching the remote, you're watching TV. They're not cleaning the remote control ever. Dude, everything in that room is covered in jizz and poop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. I mean, it's the poop is, 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 you know, the poop is negligible, but there's a lot of cum in that room. Right. Most of it for me. Dude, but where your feet where your feet touch the, the ground on the side of the bed, when you get out of bed in the morning at a hotel and you touch your feet to the ground, know that where your feet are <laughs> is where all the cum <laughs> has left the bed and gone to the ground, gone to the earth. Now, Steven Tyler probably had this convo, this exact convo with one of his homeboys on one of his podcasts maybe. And that's when he was like, you know what, I'm going to start putting fucking towels down. Everywhere. Well, I mean, I don't care. Well, you can't. You have to not care about it before, or otherwise you'll go insane. I do have a friend of mine who won't like all he he doesn't like to fly because of the farting that goes on on a plane. Right. I go, why don't you like to fly? And he's like, because of the fart. I can't stop thinking of the farts. Weird. And I'm like, I can easily stop thinking about it until somebody farts. But always on every plane trip I've ever taken, at some point, it's like somebody came up to me, opened up my nose, and shit inside my nose. Like, every plane trip. And it lasts for a minute, and then it's gone. Well, it's a horrible thing. I mean, I, I, I've said this for years also. The proof the proof that there is no God is shitting. It's really as simple as that. To shit and fart and excrement in general, and to have it be so close to the sexy parts of the body, is just a horrible, horrible design. That could not have been thought up by an all-knowing being. Uh, orifices are horrible, I w- period. I will say this, too. The other thing that I've done on a plane, because it's loud on a plane, I have farted so loudly on a plane. Same. And not cared. Like Same. If <laughs> just rank, <laughs> just let them rip. And I'm like, well, who's going to know who did that? Nobody, except for me. Well, that's what I think when I occasionally fart on planes. It's like, yeah, you smell farts every flight. And it's like, well, everyone else is farting, obviously. Why not me? Yeah, well, I'm not going to hold it in. What am I going to hold it in? Is someone going to give me a blue ribbon when I get off this plane? Here, here, sir, congratulations. You were the one guy that didn't fart on that plane. It would be, And I'm sitting there all uncomfortable and shit. It would be really awesome if they had fart sensors in... in, uh on planes. Hey, by the way, guess what's hap- guess what happens today? What happens? It's the beginning of the f- soccer season, son. Oh, exciting. Bayern Munich's playing today at 1:30 and then oh, Arsenal's got playing the shirt at on. 2. Yeah, it's the first game of the season for for all of the European leagues. Well, hell yeah, dude. Congrats. I'm excited, man. It's been a couple months, but I've been watching MLS, of course. Yeah, the NBA's dead. It's been dead for 2 months. It's like fuck. It's- Sucks. I guess the NFL is about to kick back up. So what are your soccer teams that you pull for? Arsenal is my Premier League team. FC Bayern is my Bundesliga team. I'm going to start following Barcelona because my star striker from uh, Bayern Munich just moved to Barcelona, uh, Lewandowski. So I'll watch that. And then, of course, Austin FC, who are number two right behind LAFC in the Major League Soccer. And then, of course, Team USA coming up in November for fucking World Cup, baby. That's a lot of activity. Well, you I put the game on, and for that 
90 minutes, all my troubles go away. I get it. I know why people watch sports. Because for 90 minutes, you're rooting for something, everything makes sense, and everything's okay. Until your team loses and then you're crying. Or they win and you're happy. Dude, I've had some moments watching the teams that I care about where they're either losing or it's really close. And I have thought to myself, I don't know if this is worth it. Oh, yeah. I'll get so upset and so stressed out. I'm like, I don't know if my love for this is worth this horrible, painful feeling. I've had the same. I've had the exact same thing. When when Arsenal lost, they were going to be in the Champions League. This is all super exciting for people. I, dude, people tune in to I'm Okay, You're Okay to, to hear sports talk. I mean, that's our biggest demo. <laughs> but Arsenal was going to be in the top four in Premier, which would have qualified them for Champions League, which is like where all, all the greatest soccer teams played, and they hope to win that cup. And so it was between them and Tottenham Hotspur, and they lost, and they were went to fifth place, and so they were knocked out. And I was like, well, I may have to stop watching soccer. Yeah. I was so bummed out. Yeah. And same when, same when I saw a game in Austin. I went to the, to the stadium, and Austin got beat by LA, Gal, LA Galaxy team. And same thing. I was just like, well, I don't think I can handle this. It's like losing a dog. <laughs> like when my dog died i was like well i'm gonna I'm, I'm planning on getting another dog but it was so painful i was like i have never gotten another dog well it's one of the reasons we there's lots of different factors but it's one of the reasons that we decided to not ha- try to have another kid because when we were pregnant with nova there was a really small window of time where we thought she was going to be unhealthy and that was really scary she turned out great <laughs> she, you know she has Ten fingers, ten toes, all of her organs. She's got a beautiful smile, and she's smart. We just feel like we won the lottery, right? And I just, I don't want to roll that dice again, dude. Because no. when we thought, when we thought she might not be healthy, I was like, I, I don't know if I can live. And then if something happens to her now, I'm like, what am I gonna do? It's like, too, it's like such a precious, scary investment. If something were to happen to my daughter, I'm, I'm patched up, and and I, I'm. I'm <laughs> immediately patched up and punched out immediately do you have a do you already have like a stockpile of fentanyl patches no, in need, case I need, I need to get some but i mean that would be my first thing would be like where are the fentanyl patches because i'm get i'm patching up and punching out period yeah that's what it is that's what you have to do what are the options you're going to go watch a soccer game after that p-u-p-o <laughs> poop pop <laughs> what's the last p period oh period. there we go <laughs> yeah did you ever watch Manchester by the Sea? I did. That Brutal. scene where he's in the police station, he grabs the gun, he, he tries, tries to, to grab kill the himself. Gun. And then something happens where he just kind of runs out of just enough steam where he can't quite get up the gumption to kill himself again, but then he just gets in those horrible fights and Yeah. But the best scene in that movie is when he's talking to that to his brother's kid and he's like, "Look, man, I'm broken. I can't be fixed." Dude, that scene Oh my god. That movie, for anyone who doesn't know, it's about a man who's who's lost his children in a sort of horrific way too. Ugh. It's it's a good movie. It's not like a It's such it's a worth seeing. it's such a great movie. I've only seen it once. Don't want to watch it again. It's one of those movies that you don't watch again. It's like, okay, I'm glad I saw it. It's Casey Affleck. I think he won the Oscar for it, didn't he? I hope so. He was so good in it. Anyway, um I just watched. Did you ever see First Reformed, the Paul yeah. Schrader movie? Yeah, 
I just watched that last night. That's a pretty gnarly movie. Dude, how about, how did you feel about climate change after that movie? <laughs> the same. <laughs> bad. Fine. Just bad. Just a low-level hum of dread and bad. Well, he was having all these problems with uh, climate change. He It was freaking him out. He was having a lot of anxiety. That's why I wrote that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Did you watch The Card Counter, his newest movie? I did see The Card Counter. I liked I'll, it. I'll pr- I'll pretty much watch any Paul Schrader movie. They're all kind of the same, not A plus quality. Right? Like, did you see Dog Eat Dog with Nick Cage? No, and but I Dafoe. want to now. I didn't know that was him. It's him and Willem Dafoe. Or it's it's oh, Nick Cage no, and Willem I Dafoe. Have seen, I have seen that. It's just a bloody violent. It's cool. Or maybe I, maybe all... I've just seen the previews for. I don't know. Dude, you should watch it if you haven't seen it. It's fun. But all right, you know what? I, here, dude. I know this. Also, besides sports, people love hearing us talk about movies. And TV. Well, what favorite. else is there? What else is there? Hey, exactly. Dude. We did ten. We did good ten, ten good minutes on the hoof foot and eating bone marrow. Dude, All right, that's there's your candy. Now let's get to the hard topics. <laughs> we do the funny jahahas on the beginning so yeah. that we can talk about soccer. Dude, and we're movies. in the marrow part of the show. <laughs> All right, so dude, guess what I'm watching? And I'm on hour. I'm going to say hour seventeen. Oh, Jesus, what? Of the longest movie ever made. The movie is about a hundred and something hours long. Okay, and what is it? And it's one of the best movies ever made. It's called The Sopranos. <laughs> Dude, The Sopranos is the greatest show of all time. Dude, I was, I kept, I've been wanting to watch it for the last couple of years because I keep seeing it on HBO. I'm like, There's is this a- your first time? No, I watched it when it came out, but I was like, I. Is it going to hold up after all this time? Dude, it is fucking still fantastic. And it's a and it's a great binger because it's just like watching a 100-hour long like movie, especially that first season. The first season's like a yeah, like a 12-hour movie that arcs and I mean, I'm, I in, the, I'm it, in the second season right now and it has not slowed down. I I watched it when it came on. I came I came in at the end. I came in at the season six and then caught up and watched season six in real time. And I was like, this is the greatest show of all time. And yes. then in like 2012, right after Isabel and I moved to Nashville, I was like, you ever seen The Sopranos? No. I was like, we're doing it, period. I didn't even ask her permission. I was like, we're watching this. You're watching this with me. Right. You're welcome. And we watched it, and it was still the greatest show I'd ever seen. It's, so I'm due, I'm due for another rewatch. It's incredible. Dude, all I'm doing right now, all I'm doing right now is counting the seconds for this podcast to be done so I can get... <laughs> is that Sorry, Santa Claus? So. <laughs> Did Santa Claus come and knock on your door? What? Jesus. Yeah, Santa came by. I'm like, dude, it is not Christmas night, Did, dude. did Santa co- come by your hotel room and want to clean up your stockings? Yeah, he wanted to clean all the cum out of my room, but I was like, you know what? I'm used to it. <laughs> I like it now. Squish, Dude, squish. I just squish my way to the door. All I can think about is every day, all over the world, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people are getting up, putting their clothes on, going to work, opening up a door called a hotel room door with their little gloves on, and walking into the worst shit you could possibly ever see in your life. For sure full turds on the bed for sure <laughs> for sure for sure blood everywhere like for i've i mean i had a i had a i had a 
encounter one night with a lady who was my girlfriend at the time who was on her period and we bloodied that room up and we didn't give a fuck dude and somebody walked into that and was like what the fuck dude i walked yeah. into a, i walked into a hotel room one time and had to make a poo poo and was about to sit on this toilet and i like cuz you know me dude i'm fucking like jason born i see all but I was about to sit on this toilet and I noticed something slightly askew and I bent down to look and the entire toilet seat was covered with a thick layer of Vaseline. <laughs> and I immediately called and said, get me the fuck out of this room. What? Like, sir, is everything, everything okay with the room? Room is fine. Um, one problem. Toilet seat covered in Vaseline. <laughs> Thick, a thick layer. I can't even imagine. I mean, I don't think if I sit down on that Vaseline toilet, I don't think I'm talking to you doing this podcast now. No, full, full my insanity. Life, my, my life takes a real bad turn. <laughs> I mean, that's PTSD. And if I don't immediately address it, I don't know what happens to me. There's no coming back from that. There's no soccer game after that. What do you do? Do you scream? Do you think you shout and scream? No, there's no screaming. It's just, it's like <laughs> your your brain is just like a can and it just goes, <laughs> it just it just crumples and then you don't speak anymore. You probably don't speak for years. Like people, people come up to you and they try to talk to you and they say, what's going on? And no words are coming out. You're, and, and they're like, can you not speak anymore? And you just look at them. And but everything's blank. Well, and they'll tell tales about you too. They're like, "What happened? You know, what happened to Bob?" And they're like, "Oh, you haven't heard. Well, he was staying at a Marriott, and uh, he sat down on the toilet seat, but someone had put a really thick layer of Vaseline on it, and that was it." Bye, dude. I've got I've got a really good story for the Secret Weekly. So just remind me of of uh not of uh, it's a not speaking story. Well, let me real quick here while we're wrapping up this probably the best episode that we've ever done. First of all, let me go ahead and say that. I mean. If you like Marrow, it's the best episode. But what I wanted to do, we've been, we've gotten some new patrons that I wanted to say thank you because those people make the world go round that keep the lights on at IOK Industries. And so I want to say thank you to them right now. You're going to get a bunch of stuff over at Patreon if you join. Primarily, you get to come hang in the secret with us where it sounds like Bob's got some sort of Vaseline story. But I want to say thank you to Kathy Meyer. And I want to say thank you to Oyez. And I want to say thank you to Kimberly Tigrit. And lastly, I'd like to say thank you to Dave Zadar. You guys are my fucking hero. Thank you for the support. If you want to jump on the Patreon train, it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash just the letters I okay. Support the people who make the things that you love. Support the people that take you into the bone marrow part of the bone, which is what we do lovingly every week. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Because that's where all the stem cells are. <laughs> and stem cells are the future. I know that. Bob knows that. The guy that put the Vaseline all over the toilet seat knows that. Even he knows that. So, I mean, it's, that's how important it's it is. Pretty well known. <laughs> it's something most people know. Like, I don't know if it's information that we're born with, but it's if it's not, it's close. It's not a super obscure factoid. That's that's true. No, even like you'll see it. You see a two or three year old kid going. Mm, bone marrow got stem cell and you're like wait who did you learn that in preschool and they're like i don't know were those your first words yeah that's most kids first words our stem cells are the future of 
science and that you can find them in bone marrow. You're like, say mommy, say mama, 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 stem cell, stem cell. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> <laughs>